OTB. Probably days we were questioning maybe whether this would ever happen first. So now I know, as I said, it's special and it'll be all undone. It's the only thing if you don't get over the line next week. So um, everything now is riding on that one. Subscribe to the OTBGAA podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. It is, absolutely. So, Shane, where are you taking us first? So we're going to go on a little trip around the world, Ashley. Nice. Hence the name. Uh, <laughs> see what I did there. Uh, so this is our, our new weekly segment. New, uh, you know, it's probably four or five weeks in at this stage. We're still going to call it new. Quirky sporting stories uh, from around the globe that you might have missed if you haven't been paying full attention. We're going to start, Ashley, in Venice Beach, Los Angeles, USA. There's a sport called pickleball. Um, people might not have heard of it, but it's quite similar to tennis Badminton, ping pong. You'll see a video up on screen here. So it's like a it's like a smaller, a much smaller tennis court. Yeah. Lower net than tennis as well. Players use these solid paddles to hit a perforated hollow ball. Uh, so the equipment limits them to how hard and far they can whack it. But <laughs> there's clearly not much movement. It's not the same as tennis. Apparently that was an unbelievable score, by the way. You can see the fans going wild in that video that we have up on screen. Um this sport, pickleball, uh, from the CBS Sports video, is it's taking the world by storm. So the marketing of this sport is that it's fun, it mm-hmm. has social benefits, it's about meeting up with your mates and having a chat. Now, this is obviously a competitive game that you, you were seeing on screen there. but So um, it is professional? Yeah, they, they have this major league pickleball now, MLP. So there are, there are top professional players. Um, but I guess it's taken off so much in America because of the amount, amount of people playing it just socially. Yeah. People are maybe, find a tennis court too big to run around and, and that's fair enough I guess it's a more fun um, less limiting example of tennis mm-hmm. now it's a lot of elderly people as well so I was thinking part. yeah if, you're, if you don't want to do as much running yeah which is fair enough I guess uh, apparently it's the fastest growing sporting activity in the US so you've uh, I mentioned Ven- Venice Beach this is of course beside the, the famous Muscle Beach uh, in Los Angeles it's if you go there now to Venice Beach you'll see Lots of people playing pickleball, apparently. So, uh, one of the uh, the former champions, uh, former Wimbledon junior champion Noah Rubin, who has switched from tennis's ATP tour to play pickleball, says the tennis court's way too big, way too much ground to cover. Came across the pickleball court and it clicked for me. So, uh, some of the figures actually in here are quite remarkable in terms of the growth. So, almost five million people in the US played pickleball in 2021. Uh, it's had an annual average growth of 11.5%. Tennis annual growth, 4.9%. So it's growing exponentially faster than, than tennis. Uh, the, pick, the, the pandemic was probably quite good for it and that people you know, could maybe quite easily set up a little uh, pickleball court in their mm-hmm. garden. You don't need the, the massive space to, to play tennis. So I understand from that perspective, a lot of famous faces getting involved in this, Ashley, as well. So uh, Major League Pickleball has been expanded to 24 teams. Many are backed by, by A-list ownership groups. So Naomi Osaka and the Wimbledon uh, runner-up uh, Nick Kyrgios have invested in a new Miami-based team alongside the NFL superstar okay, Patrick Mahomes. so the professional uh, tennis players are actually oh, back in this game. They're all like... And you'd expect there to be a bit of rivalry between Yeah, I was sports. thinking, would they take it seriously? Is there a bit of, ah, uh, what is that, you know? <laughs> there seems no. to be... There's elements of that for sure, but clearly if the likes of Kyrgios and uh, Osaka are getting involved, mm. you have another expansion consortium, including Tom Brady, Kim Kleister's the four-time major champion in tennis, you have uh, LeBron James, Kevin Durant, uh, Eva Longoria, 
the supermodel Heidi Klum they're also putting in money as well so there's six events across the US for the mixed gender teams prize money of five million dollars so there's money being put in behind this as well commercial growth means that there's tennis players switching over Sam Querrey who's a recently retired tennis player um, notably beat Andy Murray to reach the Wimbledon semi-finals back in 2017 he's probably the biggest name convert he's going to play in the Major League Pickleball this year um, there is a bit of a war between tennis and pickleball so we mentioned a few of those names that are getting involved but there is certainly a, an element of the tennis community that are like nah screw these guys oh yeah I could taking over our sport mm. and trying to change it but um, the backlash some of the, the comments here uh, Australian doubles legend Renee Stubbs I will never turn on a TV to watch pickleball I would rather watch paint dry <laughs> why all these tennis players think pickleball is worth investing in and not the game that made them all the dollars is beyond me so there's clearly a deep concern among some uh, a playground in New York City recently banned pickleball local media describing months of conflict between players and local parents the parents saying their children were being driven away from the uh, Sarah Valley playground in West Village and uh, forced action so this sport is causing a lot of controversy wow. actually. Yeah. But, um, I just wanted to bring people's attention to it around the world because not everyone's familiar with it no I wasn't familiar with it no um, and that clip that we watched it was like doubles is it singles as well? doubles and I'm, I'm fairly sure they're singles Mm-hmm. Uh, I've only watched doubles matches because I mean, it looks quite hard to do the singles so like close yeah. up it's tight it's like, true, to be able like, to yeah, get and over the fact back. that the, the racket is limiting it, you can't just whack the ball mm-hmm. makes sense as well so they've obviously designed the equipment to, to kind of fit uh, invented 1965 in Seattle, Washington as we discovered in the office during the week we were all kind of having a bit of a pickleball discussion yesterday the day before so uh, if it ever comes up in a quiz question pickleball invented in 65 and does Ireland have a I don't ball? actually know are you setting one up do you know what in if Monaghan I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to research this after the show today if Ireland has any pickleball teams get in touch we'd love to have you on the show yeah. to talk about it and uh, Colin Buhig our tennis aficionado on, on AM uh, clearly not a massive fan necessarily is that fair to say Colin of pickleball I mean he's a tennis snob is he <laughs> <laughs> name the two famous rock stars born in Seattle he's just said into my ear because Seattle of course being the place where pickleball was invented Kurt Cobain. Boom. Jimi Hendrix. You. I mean. Yes. Yeah, let, me, let me tell you, folks. If, if there's a pub quiz, give me a shout. Yeah, because gee, Shane. I'm you're on my man. team. I'm a good man for a pub quiz, I have to say. Uh, that's the first story from around the world this week. So uh, we'll come back to Pickleball. Because yes. this is not the last you'll have heard of Pickleball in this show. From the rise of Pickleball. And where do we go next? We're going, Ashley, to Paris. <laughs> I love the music. It's fantastic. Yeah. The, uh, the French Football Federation president, Noah Legoy. Good pronunciation. Yes, yeah, yeah. We'll give, you, we'll give you Cameron yeah. Hill. Was Cameron uh, Hill, uh, who has lived in France and speaks fluent French. I was like, before the show, how do you pronounce that? He's like, Noël Le Gray. And I was like, ah, here. Say it again. Noël Le Gray. Uh, Cameron, you can let me know if I, if I butchered that, but uh, <laughs> or else just come in and say it for me. Uh, but he's apologised for clumsy remarks he made about uh, Zinedine Zidane's potential interest in coaching the French national team. Who knew there'd be controversy in French football? Imagine. I mean, never happens, does it? So this was an interview with uh, with French Radio. The 81-year-old Lacroix, I'm going to stop saying his name now, said he wouldn't even have taken his call if Zidane had been in touch. There's Lagre on the right of that photograph there with the uh, current French boss Didier Deschamps. Uh, Lagre saying on Monday the comments do not reflect his views. Deschamps has signed a new contract uh, with France until 2026. As of uh, recently, of course, after their their run to the World Cup final, where they were, of course, lost to Argentina. Uh, Le Gray said, I gave an interview to French radio station RMC that I should not have given because they were looking for controversy by opposing Didier and Zinedine Zidane, two greats of French football. I admit that I made some clumsy remarks, which created a misunderstanding. Uh, Zidane, of course, a fairly uh, top-level manager. Now, what's interesting here, Le Gray says he's never met Zidane. And there in that picture there, you'll see Le Gray in the front row on the right and Zidane on the right-hand side. I found that picture online when I just googled Le Grey Zidane. Is that real? Apparently so. 
Um, now, when he says he never met him, maybe they were just in the photograph together and they didn't really have a, a proper conversation. That's the Champs Elysees, of course, and I think Francois Hollande, um, the French president, was in that. The ex-president in that, in that photograph as well. Uh, Kylian Mbappe got involved in this, Ashin, which. Uh, he tends to do, gets involved. Mm-hmm. There's uh, Mbappe in the photo with Le Gray. He described Le Gray's comments as disrespectful. And then the uh, French sports minister, Amélie Oud- oh, I'm going to have to pronounce this now. Amélie Oudot-Castera demanded an apology from Le Gray for a shameful lack of respect. Uh, she was calling for an immediate rectification following these inappropriate comments. Essentially, he was asked whether Zidane um, had called him about the French head coach's job. Mm-hmm. And Le Gray said, I wouldn't even have taken his call. To tell him what? Hello, sir, don't worry, look for another club. I just agreed a contract with Didier. It's up to him what he does. It's not my business. I've never met him, and we've never considered parting with Didier. He can go where he wants, to a club. He would have as many as he wants in Europe, a big club, but a national side is hardly credible, to my mind. I don't know if that was a dig, him saying that he couldn't Zidane manage a national team or France, that he should stick to the club game. Mind-blowing, like you don't touch Zidane. Like no. That is just a, a no-go area. 100%. Like, no um, way. And Noel Gray has yesterday stepped aside as president of the FFF just days after making these comments so he's kind of taking a back seat Cameron Hill has joined us in studio as well Cameron please can you please just pronounce the name No Le Gray thank you very much Cameron uh, thank you uh, for your contribution this morning on to am so um, it's, it's very handy to have <laughs> someone like that uh, to just pop in and, and give us You're a pronunciation so talented here. If, if you ever need <laughs> if you ever need a Monaghan pronunciation of any names you can bring me in or, or likewise Ashley from not the, from me the that's for sure <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll bring Colin O'Rourke in for the Meath pronunciations yeah. uh, thank you very much for that uh, contribution Cameron that was that was excellent mm-hmm. uh, highlight of the show for today for uh, for me to be honest um, but that that's what's going on in French football it's a bit of a bit of a mad one um, and I mean considering all the controversies in French football over the last number of months for this to be the reason why Noah Legray we should just insert Cameron's voice there but anyway uh, why he has stepped aside it's a bit bonkers madness um, absolutely so yeah just the fact that Mbappe got involved as well but uh, yeah that's Paris from Paris then back to the USA back to the States actually there we go uh, so let me just find my notes here and see where exactly we're headed we're headed to Palm Beach Florida oh, USA nice. so uh, lo- lovely hot climbs but not a very lovely story that has to be said so the uh, the nine time major winner golf major winner that is Gary Player has been involved in a very bitter dispute. There he is on screen, uh, pointing the way. Uh, but this dispute involves family. So his son and his grandson, and it's all over memorabilia. It's quite pathetic. Um, but it's taken a legal turn now. So player, of course, winner of nine major championships, as I said. He's suing his son. His son there pictured in the photograph, Mark, uh, alongside himself, and his grandson as well, over memorabilia that they have either sold or tried to sell. This is according to the local paper in uh, Palm Beach, the Palm Beach Post. Uh, memorabilia is supposed to be returned to Player, according to the, to the report. Uh, back in August, Gary Player announced that his son Mark had put, quote, several trophies and other pieces of memorabilia up for auction. Um, and he released a statement to say, I would like to draw the public's attention to the fact that several trophies and other pieces of memorabilia that form part of my legacy have been put up for auction by my son and ex-manager Mark. These items belong to me and I've taken action to recover them. I have placed no items for sale, whether by auction or otherwise. So these uh, pieces of memorabilia that uh, Mark and Mark's son, player's Mm -hmm. grandson, have been held in 19 lockers in South Carolina. So this is, it sounds like a movie, some of this some of this crack. And obviously a lot of stuff if there's 19 lockers. 100%. You can imagine the amount of things. and, And I mean, some of it is probably priceless in that it means a lot to Gary because it, you look back on his career and there's little moments and bits of memorabilia that, that stand out for him but why there, is there it is all a, in lockers why is something at his house it's or? a very good question maybe there's so much much of it that 
uh, he just can't hold on to one of it or maybe Mark put it all in the lockers and now Gary wants to access it's just a big messy one so it's being alleged that Damien Player who is the grandson uh, solicited buyers for the memorabilia and sold or helped to sell Rolex watches for quote significant sums of money so some of the these um, items that were already sold in 2021 Player's 1974 Masters Tournament Trophy his South African Open Trophy his 1965 US Open Irons his clubs his golf shoes from his 52nd Masters Tournament all already sold uh, in 2021 uh, and this is a last resort bringing legal action apparently so he says uh, Stuart Singer in fact player's attorney says only with the greatest reluctance and after many years of trying to avoid this did Gary have to enforce his rights in this way so the suit against Damien Player was originally filed in November in Florida and uh, it's still ongoing uh, Player of course considered one of the greatest golfers of all time one of just five players as well to win a, a career Grand Slam so we'd, we'd love to see Rory McIlroy do by clinching the Masters this year but um Really, really messy one. It's so sad, yeah, isn't it? Oh, like there's family to, involved. Yeah, to have won all that, to have such a successful career, and then you hear all this with his family, and you know there's such a divide. So sad. Yeah, hundred percent. I remember hearing, um, in, like, I'm obviously a massive space geek. Uh, needless to say, and there was as well as snooker. Exactly. Yeah, all my little too. niche mastermind subject. <laughs> uh, but Buzz Aldrin, the second man to walk on the moon, was involved in in, in different bitter legal disputes with members of his family as well over bits of memorabilia and autographs and flown items and stuff that, that he's had in his collection. So certainly Gary Player's instance is not uh, a one and only. Mm. You know, there are many of these instances where sadly, when money's involved... They're just trying to cash in. Exactly. Really. 100%. Yeah. Um, look, you'd love them to be able to... I'm just trying to see what, what age Gary Player is here, but uh, Gary is currently... What age? He's 87. I mean, you'd, oh, love, you'd love to see yeah. this be ironed out in the next year or two or, or as quickly as possible because uh, it's one of those things with families involved. You just, they'll, they'll all regret it for the rest of their lives, you'd oh, imagine, time, yeah. if you can't work this out. So, uh, it are, takes away from all of that success, doesn't it? 100%. He probably at this point, like we'd see, I'm sure it brought on a lot of stress. Yeah. And at this point, he's probably like, geez, I'd rather have won nothing and oh. none of this have ever happened. Exactly. You know? Yeah. I'm one oh. of the greatest players of all time. And for this to be, well, he describes all the, these items as his legacy. I understand that as someone who likes to collect a little bit of memorabilia we, we have something that's actually from what do you collect? we had a go we, I, so I've always collected autographs um, oh, okay yeah now I've kind of stopped doing it in recent years but I still have a massive selection of like sports autographs astronaut autographs what's uh, your best one oh, well I was over in in Vegas during the summer on a bit of a road trip with a few of the lads and we went to Gene Kilroy's house who's Ali's manager and our business former business manager Muhammad Ali and he gave a, he gave me a a glove signed by Muhammad Ali, which I mean, that's top of my well, list. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, I have a snooker cue signed by Ronnie O'Sullivan and Jimmy White, which I mean, for me, is up there. Yeah, but an Ali signed boxing glove is just straight from the from the from the desk of the of his oh manager. My God, yeah, that's that's top of my list. I was it, trying to think of one that I m- might have. That would, okay, of none on that level, right? Yeah, you know. But I remember I was uh, it was the open of my GA club in Retote and Mead were playing Mayo. Yeah, and I was obsessed with Karen McDonald. <laughs> but I actually had up. yeah, I actually you had, didn't ask for his socks, did you? No, 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 I didn't go that far. Jeez, <laughs> um, but no, I, I absolutely loved him. And I actually had a, a game that day. We were playing an under twelve blitz in Carlo for me that day, and I, I was going to miss the game. 
So everybody knew that I loved Kerr McDonald. And I came back after the game and I had 12 signed autographs from Kerr McDonald. The 12 different people oh my God. <laughs> had ran up to him. And it was like best wishes from Kerr McDonald to Ashling. I was like, oh, <laughs> I have all of them. Yeah, he's like, who is this Ashling girl yeah. looking for 12 autographs? Yeah. <laughs> 12 have, different Ashlings. Yeah, do you still have them? Still have them. Class. Yeah. At least you held on to them. Big sure. time. Yes. It, kind of, it leads us nicely into the last. Yes, the last we're staying we in the USA. Staying in the USA. It's USA heavy around the world this morning, but. Um, so be it. We're heading actually to, uh, to San Francisco. Uh, the Darwin Awards are awards handed out to, to people who have maybe been killed in, in um, stupid scenarios. Luckily, in this instance, this fan that I'm about to mention was uninjured. So, an overzealous San Francisco 49ers fan taking uh, quite the bump after a win last weekend over the Arizona Cardinals to end the regular season on a 10-game winning streak. So, I mean, it's good good times for the 49ers. They're going well. Their uh, quarterback, Brock Purdy, was running back into the locker room. He threw a towel toward the fans who were still in the stands at the uh, Levi Stadium. And there's one fan in particular who tried to reach uh, the towel with his left hand while in the edge of the railing. We actually have a video, a short video of this incident here. So, you'll see the fan, the towel being thrown, first of all. Bump. Here's the fan. There he goes. Gone. Now the fall Ooh. isn't too bad. Luckily, as I said, he's uninjured. Uh, but to say, <laughs> the guy turned around and laughed as well. So they clearly thought that serious. People around him are laughing. So there's the towel. Thinks he can get there. Oh, I mean, my he's gone. So, uh, but misjudged how far away the towel was, clearly. Uh, the momentum carries him over the handful of other fans as well. Uh, appears to knock down a couple of other people on the way so just causing a little bit of carnage in Levi Stadium um, so Purdy threw three touchdown passes in that game 30-13 win 6th straight game that Purdy has had multiple touchdowns it just it, the whole thing is a bit bizarre because adults looking for a, to- a sweaty towel off a, off a, a professional also an athlete, uh, an, an adult uh, sports person we were talking before the show actually about these kids who hold up the signs at matches can I please have your shirt mm-hmm. when I see when I see adults grown and I look. I'm after saying that I used to collect memorabilia. So look, as no judgment as a kid, and no judgment here. For and you fan. can still do that as an adult, but this is extreme. I mean, it's a sweaty towel, like yeah. Now yeah, look, yeah. some people again it could be financially based. You think you're? Oh, I'm going to grab this towel and sell it on eBay. George Purdy's playing really well at the minute. Yeah, they're just smart. Quid. They're just smart. Hundred percent. But it just <laughs> makes me Cashing sick. In. Makes me sick to my stomach. <laughs> Listen, this is why you asked me about the socks because this is what I've heard so many times Bizarre. running on after a game trying to get interviews and I hear the kids beside me asking the players can I have your socks I'm like socks <laughs> and the players are just like no yeah I mean, <laughs> you're not having my socks smelly socks get yeah. away from about me I mean <laughs> just don't don't so that dashing uh, three, out of four, three, three out of four in the states but a uh, few of the stories that uh, I feel people might have missed this week OTB AM with Gillette Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. 